What's up, everybody? Welcome to This Week in Geek, brought to you by the House of Indie Podcast. I am Brian Silverbacks, and joining me today is Joey Galvez. What's up? We were going for like two minutes, and we didn't hit the live (laughs) button, but we're good. (laughs) I was like, dude, why are we sitting here rambling, and it doesn't tell me that anybody's watching. Something is off. Something doesn't feel right. And I was like, oh, shit, we didn't press the live button. So here we are, just a few minutes late. As Zelda tells me, I got money from PayPal. No, I'm just kidding. Of course I didn't get money. So what's going on? So we're going to talk about some geeky stuff that happened this week. Uh, You guys launched your first new episode of Two Scout Geeks. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking a little bit about that before we uh, hit that live button and we just noticed that we were talking to each other, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, man, I we, we launched Two Scout Geeks. It is out today. So if you guys want to listen, just head over to your favorite podcast player, type in the type in Two Scout Geeks and it'll pop right back up. Uh, it's the first debut episode and man, it's super, super cool. And say hi to uh, Kevin Carlton from Dark Windows Podcast. He is also on the podcast network, Age of Radio, where we released Two Scout Geeks. Super cool. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Look at Facebook user says, hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? Uh, we got a weird echo, huh? Oh, that must that might be us. I don't know. I, check. No, we all- I don't hear an echo. It's completely no, you, Kevin. Kevin, it's you. <laughs> yeah, no, we're good on. So, hey, so a lot of a lot of stuff happened this week, and we, we would be remiss if we didn't say the passing of Chaz, Chadwick Boseman caught a yeah. lot of us by surprise. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those people. But when I saw that video that Chadwick Boseman had posted, I think it was like two months ago, uh-huh. where he's sitting in that chair and he looks pretty skinny. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I thought to myself, everyone said, oh, he's losing weight for role. But I was like that there's something else going on that we're not being told. And I didn't take anything more of it than that. But I knew that it. I, I was like, oh, of course, I'm getting all these text messages right now. Um, So I, I knew that that guy's sick. Something's wrong. And they're just not telling everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely nuts. Uh, so I, I, it's, it's, it's. I am saddened to know that. And you know what? It's, it's really like he didn't disclose that simply to not let people know. Uh, I, I, I guess to not be selfish and ask for people's pity yeah. or oh, what was me or something like. He, he's very. Uh, mm-hmm. He he did it very professional. You know what I mean? Like it's his business. You know, it just, it, it stinks because mm-hmm. one of the good, you know, why can't some of the, nobody should die. Right. But yeah. man, right, right. When you're at the fucking pinnacle of what mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah. I, I didn't know he was sick either. Uh, Kevin Stewart said, I didn't know. I never knew who he was sick. I, w- I didn't either, dude. This caught me by surprise. So like you, my, you like, never saw that video where he was really no. skinny talking into the camera. No. I saw it after the fact. But but no, I, I saw that when it was live and I was like I thought to myself something is wrong man that is just yeah. 
crazy. So I was, I was, I hadn't been on T like watching TV that whole entire day. I was doing something. I think I was like super busy with, with podcast stuff and, and, and work and stuff. I was out of the house doing some work and stuff. And I come home and my wife's like, she's like, Hey, some guy who was in like Marvel movies died. I was like, what, what are you talking about? She's like some, some guy named, uh, she's, I don't know who it was, but Panther something. I said, wait, what? Oh, wow. Your wife does. Your wife's completely comic book illiterate. Exactly. She has no idea. She hates it completely. Right. She, I, I, <laughs> we should have a segment where uh, Joey's wife hates comics. <laughs> we just ask her questions about comic book characters and be like, what kind of comic book character do you think throws his arms at people? <laughs> because that's the character that Norman Fillion, or what's his name? Norman? No, uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh. <laughs> but so I don't want to dwell too much on the bad. It is just very bad. I, and it's, it's, it brings to reality the, uh, at my age, I think I'm 44, right? And he was 43. So, and I've got intestinal issues. I've had uh, half of my large intestine taken out. Like I've got yeah. a lot of bad genes and it's, it's rough. You know, that like that could have very well been me. It, it, I'm not, it's, it's, Man, you only here for for a limited amount of time. I did see a great quote that I'd like to. I don't want to dwell too much on this. Okay. But I saw a quote from uh, Chadwick Boseman that said, "When God, something to the effect of, I don't know it verbatim. I didn't study it or anything. Um, something to the effect of, I hope when I die that I've given everything I had in me, so that when God says." Uh, when I can look God in the face and say that the gift that you gave me, I gave it everything I had or so, mm -hmm. something to the effect of, I, I, I want to have ex given your, the gift that you gave to me. I've got nothing left because I gave it to everybody. Yeah. So something yeah. to that effect. I don't know the exact quote, but it's great. And it's talking about like, he's so unselfish that he wants to make sure that he's used up everything that he was given. And I believe that he did that. And he and he will be very much missed. Definitely, I, I yeah, it, like I said, man, it, it threw me for a loop. Um, I said, no, no, he was he was young, man. He was not that old at all. He, like, uh, I, he, he kept it under wraps, man, pretty pretty well. He wanted yeah, it to because you, you none of, we never heard like, oh, Chadwick Boseman's going to the hospital, or he's in intensive care, or anything like it was just all of a sudden, boom. And you're like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? It was absolutely, it was, I was sideswiped by it. Well, you know, it was absolutely crazy and I couldn't understand. I still am still kind of like, is this a, is this a freaking hoax that everybody's throwing? And that's the no, first thing. I, sir, I, this is, it's, I asked it's my wife, I, reality. Yeah, I know. I asked her, I said, is this a hoax? Are you sure it's not a hoax? And she's like, well, I don't think CNN would be reporting it if it was a hoax. Yeah. I said, oh, crap, man. So I, I immediately looked it up and then I, and then. It was all over the place, I, and and I felt like I was completely like out of the loop because I hadn't been on social media. I was out working, and I wasn't anywhere uh, to you know on a device. So I was like, "What the heck, man!" And I was like, "This see, this is what happens when I go out to work. Crazy yeah, stuff." I happens. was uh, I was just doing my normal thing, and I got a random uh, instant, a random DM from a silverbacker uh -huh. with nothing more than than the news article. And I was in the middle of talking to someone else and I was like, Oh shit. Are you kidding me? Like what? So all that to say, Chadwick Boseman, you will be missed. And it's uh, 
maybe when it's not so fresh, we'll talk about how Black Panther can move forward as a comic book movie thing, but I don't think it's appropriate to talk right now. Yeah. So and I have seen some people already kind of do that, but yeah, I don't, uh, we can do that another time. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. All right. So let's on a lighter note on a much, 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 much lighter note. Let's talk about, you said you have some sort of Riddler theory you'd like to share with everybody. Yeah. Let me pull this up while, uh, I got to pull it up. Ready? You said you fucking, I, know, I have it sitting here, bro. I have it sitting here. So, uh, and I, it's on my phone and yeah, whatever. I don't write any notes, but check this out. So there is a Riddler theory that somebody on, on uh, Reddit came out and said that the person that we see in the very beginning, beginning of the uh, teaser trailer it may not actually be the Riddler. Everybody thought that was a Riddler. You know, I think I even told you, I was like, I think that's the Riddler, the guy with the mask. And, yeah. with the and I was like, I think it's the Riddler because he sounds when he's talking, you can totally tell that it's Paul Dano's voice, but it sounds like he's got a mask over him. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, what, well, who, who, who can that be? I think it's a Riddler. Now everybody's saying because they, they deciphered the riddle because the riddle is an actual, is a joke. People mm-hmm. think, think that the guy in the mask is the Joker. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't, what did, did you, do you have the deciphering in front of you? Can you read the deciphered joke? Yeah. So they, they, they decrypted the thing. It says, what does a liar do when dead? And I guess the answer to that riddle is he still lies or he lies still. Yeah. So it's a joke. Well, I messed, I killed the joke. He lies. Right. So it's, it's get it. You know, he lies. He hits kind of like a, a double play on so words. How does that make him the joker? Because it's a joke. The it's answer. A riddle. Yeah. That's so, but that's the way people are kind of reaching now. They're yeah, really, I, can, I think you can take, uh, <laughs> take that riddle turn it into a joke and shove it up your butt. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that is complete nonsense. (laughs) They've already announced the character, you know, the actor uh, is Dano. The voice Uh is clearly his, and they've said that he's the Riddler. So that's who the fuck voice you're hearing. Yeah. Now, yeah, whether but, but, or not that's the actual guy in that taped mask, that yeah. could very well be Hush. And they could be misleading us on purpose by showing us that character. Like, maybe it's a sidekick of Riddler who made some. Like, we, Riddler has the whole master plan, but maybe he's like, let's tape your face up and you go do the dirty work while I write <laughs> all the jokes. Yeah, it's something, right? <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that. When I read that, I was like, okay, I see how they could put that together there. Um, and I do like the idea of them kind of coming out of left field with the Joker. But also, I'm so tired of the Joker. Like, I'm so tired of the Joker being in a, in a Batman movie. Let's let's do a movie with Batman and no Joker. Like, can we yeah. not? They did. They did the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, but since uh, then, uh, the two movies with Val Kilmer and Clooney, like we've done it. So don't act like it's something brand new. It's not brand new, but it's done far too and much. Superman didn't have a Joker in it. Come on, man your your argument is garbage. It's uh, oversaturated, man. Just it like the, just like the Batman. What and, you're saying. 
I think what you're trying to say is that there's so many other cool bad guys out there. Let's yeah. just not suck the D of the Joker and start showing some of these other cool guys off. Exactly. And, and another one that I was super excited about, I was like, let's get one of these horrible D list, uh, uh, characters in the in the in you know DC universe and let's put them into the light a little bit here just right. like Suicide Squad did the Suicide Squad did that with tons of them right and then they also the, my favorite that they that they put out into the light is Polka Dot Man I would have never known that they would have brought him into a freaking live action movie what a horrible character yeah, but get, like awesome. I said don't get attached half of those some bitches are dying for the end of the movie I promise you that <laughs> probably, but, so, probably so for the new Batman movie I'm I'm excited because it's a detective movie. So it's going to be like a whodunit. It's going to be a knives out. It's going to be a, here's the crime. Let's put all the pieces together. Ocean's 12 kind of thing. And I think that is something completely different for a comic book movie. There has been no, well, maybe Ant-Man. Ant-Man's probably the closest that we've gotten to like a, uh, a, a Ocean's 13 kind of, oh, Solomon Grundy, someone says. Ooh, that would be good. It's not going to be in this movie, but it would be cool to see. But so Catwoman, I think is just this is just going to be. If I had to guess, Selena Kyle is a burglar who Batman kind of like catches red-handed, and and says, "You better not do that again. I'm watching you." And then, <laughs> like in the meantime, uh, there, there's going to be some sort of like she's burglarizing a crime scene that the Riddler's already tainted and Batman and Catwoman will because she's not going to be Catwoman in this movie she's just going to be Selena I'm guessing you think so? they're going to have to put together the Riddler's pieces to escape and figure out who this Riddler character is yeah it could be so so you know when we first heard about this movie uh, when they were like, okay, there's going to be a Batman movie. We you know before there was any any pictures out there, before there was any anything, people were still speculating on what characters were going to be in this movie. We saw, uh, you know, Batman, but but he was you know covered on uh, he was on his motorcycle, and not in his cape and cowl, but he was in his motorcycle. And then there was a female counterpart. Do you think that that was Catwoman? That was on Selena the- Kyle. They've said that that's Selena Kyle. Okay, I haven't heard that. Yeah, so that's her. That's Zoe so Kravitz. But, up a little bit then, right? Huh? So they are teaming up in this one a little bit. Well, I don't know. I, who knows? Like, it's all speculation as far as I'm concerned. But I do think that the two of them will be forced to work together to mm-hmm. somehow either clear Selena's name because she will, I, I figure that maybe she will be fingered <laughs> as the as the bad guy for okay. something that's going on. and. Yeah. Uh, they'll have it'll be up to Batman and her to put, to catch the Riddler so that yeah. she doesn't take the fall. Something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like to see what they do with it, man. Because at first I was not on board for this at all, and I was said, okay, let's uh let's let's see how this one goes. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, no, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Is that so? That's that that was your Batman news, right? So that's all we've got, got on the Batman. I've got one more thing on on this particular Batman. I've got another another thing that is related to Batman, not this particular movie. All right, so you're talking about The Flash now. No, I'm talking about John Boyega. Have you heard about this one? Oh, yeah, I did not make a, a little thing for that one. It's all good. We can do random thoughts on this one, dude. All right. So, this one, so 
John Boyega, the uh, the guy who was the Star Trooper that turned to uh, to the you know uh, the Rebels. Yep, Finn, right in uh, in the Star Wars movie. He wants to play. You know who he wants to play in, in a Batman movie? I think you already just said it. Who? The Red Hood, right? Red Hood, bro. He wants to play the Red Hood. So yeah, well, you can one one hand and you can put a pile of shit in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I I think I would like to see him as the Red Hood. That would be kind of cool, dude. I don't know. Like I <laughs> I just I, I'm not a big fan of Boyega. Like I didn't I'm not blown away by his acting. Like he doesn't I I've only I, I think as far as I I don't know, has he done anything other than the Star Wars shit? I mean, come on. I was I was not blown away by freaking I mean, come on. You've seen basketball diaries, you've seen how horrible freaking what's his name was in that movie, and now look at him. He's freaking uh you know who I'm talking about, right? You got you have uh uh Brad Pitt and freaking um what the hell's his name? Catch me if you can. You know what I'm talking about. You everybody oh, out there. Come on, DiCaprio. DiCaprio. I don't know why I forgot that name, but freaking DiCaprio was horrible in Basketball Diaries. You know, everybody out there, there fight me. You know, fight me if you don't believe. It. But I think they were both horrible in that movie. But they were super young, and now look at them. They're freaking yeah. household. That's the thing. Boyega's not super young. I was not impressed. Like his acting ability. Like yeah, he can read lines off a piece of paper. He can be the hot, cool guy. Whatever. He has the cool accent. He was he was fighting people in in the big robot thing like that. No, it's all he he's not impressed me. So to have him as the red hook, it's great <laughs> if he is. But I'm not sporting a boner because I don't give a shit. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeremy says basketball diaries was great. You know what? We're gonna have to beg. I, I beg to differ I on that one. And I played it. basketball, but you are better off. England here says, "Where do you think the penguin figures into the Batman movie?" And to judge from the trailer, I mean, the the shot of him with just the rain coming down on him, he looks like a guy who's just down on his luck. He's like, also the guy. He's also the guy in the car where he says, "This guy's crazy." That's yeah, I also- think I think he's going to have been. I just like hope he, that they don't. somehow the the last straw of the camel's back will have been yeah. broken. Like he's just gonna. Okay, let's take. In my smile. mind, he is the Jamie Fox Electro of this movie. Like uh, he's a character uh, who's kind of like meh, and then something fucking breaks him, and he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna be a mean ass about it. Like, so I think we will, I think we're gonna watch the transformation of Oswald Cobblepot <laughs> to just being like a fuck you cobblepot. Yeah, I think we should I think we should petition to have Brian Silverax play penguin. That's what <laughs> no, dude, I don't have that cool, sweet, sexy accent, man. No, but you got the voice down though, dude. That was that was on point, man. <laughs> I did not watch Attack the Block here. Yeah, I did hear that he was on Attack of the Block, but I never watched that show. Oh, it was okay, but you know what though? I don't know. I don't know if I would like that kind of penguin. I want a smart penguin. I want, okay. a, I want someone who's who is the freaking uh, mastermind. I want that penguin, man. Yeah, well, you did. It was it was it was in it was in the show Gotham. That's the best oh, penguin yeah. you're gonna get, I believe. You think or, so? Or or the penguin that we get in the Arkham video games. Like that's a pretty cool penguin. 
Yeah, well. So if Guillermo Guillermo del Toro was to direct a Batman movie, it would have to be a Batman movie that completely took place with Scarecrow fear dust. It would be an Arkham Asylum. It would be, it would be, it would be like, it would be like that. It'd be like Shutter Island. (laughs) And Batman is like having to solve the case. It would be oh. like that Batman comic book uh, that just that came out maybe like one or two years ago that Tom King was writing when he had to fight his way out of Arkham and he had to go through all the many different uh, people that he locked up in in the in Arkham Asylum. That's what yeah, it would be. There's gonna be a there's gonna be, with Del Toro if he were to direct it, what the project would have to have an element of fantasy for him to even touch the project. So I'm visual. So I have to think of a story that in visual that that visualizes a lot of fantasy, or Guillermo wouldn't touch it. So blonde guy, that blonde guy who 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 his his he's got magic, and he helps. He helps Batman. I forget. Why do I forget his name? I just Big had it. Roy. No, you guys know. If you guys know, tell me. He that's wh- who it would be. Um, oh, I had his name in my head again, and I just lost it. Anyway, but th- I think they would use something like that. There was there was actually a, a book that they wrote uh, not too long ago that um that that they would probably use. Yeah, Ben Arkham would probably be the backdrop for Guillermo's Torture Del Toro. Yes, exactly. It would it would be that. But it, okay, be- let's say there's some sort of secret. If we're writing the Guillermo del Toro version, there's some sort of secret locked in the scarecrow mind. And the only way for Batman to figure out the 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 answer to whatever the puzzle is, is he yeah. has to get inside. He has to basically uh what's the movie? A dream within a dream within a dream. Uh-huh. Inception. Like he has to do that. Yeah, yeah. Inception. <laughs> he has to incept himself. Uh-huh. Into oh, Scarecrow's no. head, and that's where all the crazy shit happens. You see what my wife says here? <laughs> Tell Brian the the trade deal I made with you. <laughs> oh shit! What is this? <laughs> she said, "Cause cause uh, you guys were you guys were um, teasing that you got a really cool team up book coming out really pretty soon." Yeah, and I said, "I'm gonna buy every single issue, all covers, all variant <laughs> covers. I'm gonna get them right." And she's like, you are not going to buy anything. And then she says, well, I'll let you if you just tell everybody where I'm registered for my baby registry because we're about to have a baby. Shout out <laughs> to Babies Are Us. <laughs> I said, oh, man, that's the only way she'll let me buy every variant cover is if somebody. I, I think there's only going to be two unless, well, there may be three. Nice. Because okay. I've got, got a third one in mind that uh-huh. I'm going to do. In the event that there's a home for it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm going to do the artwork anyway, so it will exist. But Elizabeth, tell us what those, plug those sites right now. Tell tell everyone where they can go register and get your register shit. (laughs) She's probably doing it or she's already going. Poison Ivy into that Guillermo del Toro uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I say we do it, man. Let's bring all the, uh, all the like creepy, Oh, uh, fucking Freddy Krueger. Yeah, we'll have him in there, too. Yeah, whole, <laughs> whole big thing. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Who the heck said that? Um, no, uh, yeah. not, I said that. Someone said Nightmare Inception. I, that's all I could think of was a Nightmare Inception. Like, what if you were in a dream within a dream, like in Dream Warriors? Because that's one of the things that they did in one of the Freddy movies was, like, they were in a dream inside of a dream. And they woke yeah. up, and Freddy Krueger still fucking killed them and shit. So, <laughs> who, do you, who do you think should direct a Nightwing movie? I don't care. A good director. 
Oh, you know what? Let's throw one of them fucking John Wick people in here. Oh, okay. That would be a good one. Or, I would like to see a John Wick Nightwing. A John or 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 uh <clears throat> let's let's diversify a little bit. Okay. Let's diversify. Let's 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 have a female directed movie that's not, you know, they're, they're a female director, but they're only directing female led movies. Let's have okay. a female directed movie that is, you know, a male movie, but is done with, you know, that doesn't suck. Like the whole, uh, the one one the one that comes to my mind is uh, Punisher Warzone. That movie okay. was terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. I've I've never even seen that one, dude. <laughs> but let's bring in the Hurt Locker director to do Nightwing. Okay. okay. So let's do and that. Fuqua, who, what did he Oh, uh, shit, Antoine Fuqua's the jam. What did he, what did he do? Antoine Fuqua does all good movies. I know, but which one did he do? I know that there's he one that Jim I know. Son. I think he did... Uh, oh, shit, I know. He's done some... Uh, he's done some uh, Denzel Washington movies. Oh, I think damn, dude. I love yeah. the Fuqua movies. The lady that did, we have to talk about. Oh, what well, we have to talk about, Kevin. I don't know what that means. That one, so I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, maybe it'll be good. Training day equal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Equalizer. That was a really good one, dude. Yeah. Um, and training day. Yeah. So I, Antoine Fuqua is, is good. Good stuff. I don't know. Didn't we have this? It was called Twilight. <laughs> Oh, oh man yeah no i don't know if that the yeah fuck that man why'd you bring that up <laughs> oh nicholas cage oh Did man he, of course nicholas cage would play nicholas cage of course that's the only <laughs> way to do that no one else can do nicholas cage but nicholas cage yeah let's Even have a later, like let's have nicholas cage do a nightwing and like an old nightwing <laughs> Oh, he could be he could be like the the uh, the yeah no because he's nuts. No. <laughs> All right, let's move on, dude. I've got a couple more here. So uh, a, a while back, you mentioned another one, and this is a horrible, horrible freaking segue. Mulan. You you mentioned Mulan. How they are moving? They are not going to put it out in theaters. They're going to put it out on Disney Plus, and we're going to have to spend thirty freaking dollars. Yeah, and a shitload of people did it. Yeah, probably. But so you don't if you don't want to pay thirty dollars in September to watch Mulan, there you go. Scout comics. Scout is what it's all about, bro. Uh so if you don't wanna if you don't wanna pay thirty dollars in the theaters, you can wait till December to get it for free on the Disney Plus app. Yeah, well you knew that was coming. It was just a matter of what was the waiting period gonna be. So yeah. you're paying $30 to watch it two months before everybody else. Oh, my yeah. God. You're so special. You've already seen the movie. I'm it's waiting. I'm totally, waiting. Form. I'm totally, I'm totally going to wait till I December. told him I'm never going to see it. <laughs> ah, I don't care. But then again, I don't have kids, right? So I've got, I've got I kids, have, though. I don't have kids that are of the age that that matters. I don't. I've got, I mean, I do have kids. I just don't have kids that are. Oh my God, Mulan's coming on. <laughs> so with with that with that said, um, we've got you know they aren't going to be do putting that out in theaters, but theaters but are opening. You know, what was in theaters? Theaters are opening up, and 
Tenet is going to be the first huge blockbuster. Yeah, it opened this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I saw some of my friends had went and gone and seen it. Yeah, some places opened up, and yeah, some some. Uh, I don't know how they did. Do you know? Off, I, I, maybe we, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know either, but I do know that it's a it movie that I want to see. All right, so the lead actor, I forget his name, but it's Denzel Washington's kid, right? In real life, that's his kid, and he's he one of the characters in the show Ballers that I watched on HBO, which also had The Rock because I'm a big Rock fan, right? So he he was good in that show. Like he was a good actor and I'm like, I, I want to see him in this feature role that is done by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really, really good and I'm excited, but I'm not going to go to a theater to watch it. So I guess now why, why, why you're afraid of dying? Well, no, because, uh, because my wife is having a baby and we oh, have that's to, right, that's right. That's right. You don't want to bring anything home. Yeah, I don't want to bring anything home, but but we have been asked by our doctors to uh, limit our time outside so that we are able to go into the hospital. So crazy stuff, crazy thing. I, if I contract COVID-19, I, I will not be able to go into the hospital and watch my baby be born. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't care. I, I don't like going out in public in general. So that's why I don't go to the movies. So okay. if I do go to the movies ever, even COVID or no COVID. I'm going yeah. at lunchtime when everybody should have their ass at work <laughs> on a Friday. And matinee and like half the yeah. freaking pop. <laughs> Eight dollars popcorn and big ass drink. But then again, like I haven't gone to the movie theater as Brian who's trying to lose weight. So okay. how a big tub of popcorn is gonna play into Brian's <laughs> only allowed to eat between the hours of two and nine PM. So I don't know how that's gonna work. So overseas, they uh, they made about fifty three million dollars overseas. Um, Dude, that's excellent, but they don't have any competition. Yeah, early access screening was uh, August thirty first. So today is uh, is early screening, and September third, I think they're completely opening. And so this next this coming weekend will be opening weekend. Okay, so to test the waters, this weekend was New Mutants came out. Okay. That's right. And I have not seen New Mutants nor. Okay, so here's the two things that I did hear about New Mutants, right? Oh, Comic what's that? people liked it a lot. Really? Okay. Just movie people didn't okay. like it as much. Mo people that were only familiar with the X-Men movies uh -huh. didn't like it that much. People that are familiar with comic books and everything that is Marvel X-Men kind of comic books. Yeah. They like that. We're going to get to Bill and Ted, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. So, so I don't even know about that. Uh, did it Did it come out yet? Yeah, I watched it. I'm going to talk about it. Okay, cool, cool. All right. We'll I got this ingrown hair that is irritating the shit out of me. And That's it's far enough down the neck that I can't. I thought it was a zit, but it's not. It's just this big. That's why I don't shave, man. I just I just let this baby grow. Yeah, can you imagine if I had one of those two-foot bastards all balled up in there? <laughs> You go to pop it like a zit and shoots right out. Oh, uh, Jeremy says that uh, he thinks that Nolan shoots in IMAX cams. That's dope. All right. All right. I'm down with that. But I I would love to see this movie in the theaters. But, I mean, it sucks. I can't. And then and, and COVID sucks, man. COVID yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to see it in movie theaters. I just need to. I, I just want to see it, you know. 
Like there is no option. I don't believe to, for me to what like Bill and Ted, you can buy that right now on voodoo. Okay. And you can buy it right now on Amazon prime, but oh, there is no buying of the new mutants right now. So I can't get that. Okay. You have to watch it in theaters too. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'll just, I thought I read something somewhere that somebody, yeah, somebody said they hated it and sucked. It was the no, worst. Thing. People, worst talking about new mutants. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's plenty of them. Because they don't know they they're not they're not realizing they're going to see a Bill Sinkevich style horror suspense thing. They think they're going to see Wolverine and the X Men or something because it's called New Mutants, and they don't realize <laughs> what they're going to see. Yeah, everything I'm seeing is is it's a it's it's a flop. They're saying, oh, In dude, the, it's, it's going to be a flop. The movie was going to be a flop anyway. Let's just get that clear. It was supposed to come out fucking two years ago, right? Like the yeah. movie has been so messed with. It was going to flop. Something was wrong with it. It's much like the Fantastic Four movie. Enough people finger fucked it and the whole thing just fell apart. <laughs> and so, so it only made about $7 million at the box office this weekend. That's fine. Whatever. The fact that it made any money is great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it was just it was just not going to do well. It was, it was set up to, to fail. Yeah. So I'm just glad that it came out and those that didn't get to enjoy it, get to enjoy it. You know, people look at it for what it is. Like you're getting to see Lockheed of all characters. You never Uh, thought you'd see, you get to see Lockheed, you get to see magic. You know, you, you probably get to see little Arya Stark turn into a werewolf. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it says it cost about two hundred million to to make this movie. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because Sony's already or, or it, Marvel's already bought Fox back. So whatever, just give just yeah. give me the DVD and give me the Super Snyder cut of that movie too. <laughs> we need a Snyder cut of everything, and Snyder should just cut everything. I'm not talking about Snyder himself, but what I'm talking about is there's probably a version of New Mutants that was good before oh, yeah. the studios tore it. Sure it up and tried to piece things back together much like the uh what they say they're getting ready to do rocky four they're going to re-release the director's cut of rocky four much like they they want the david ayer cut of suicide squad man they're gonna do that to everything now aren't they huh they're gonna do that to everything now aren't they if there's money to be made they're just gonna freaking get the 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 super super awesome yeah, directly. but it, it's going to condition an audience to say that if you don't like it and you complain enough, we'll make some new shit. And I don't think that's a good way to condition people. So exactly. there's that. Kevin says he's going to watch all movies at home on a 65 banger. Uh, I want to see New Mutants, Jeremy says. Facebook yeah. user said he would take down John Wick in the cinema world. Will Ferrell, who would take down... Who would take down John Wick in Cinema World? Is he is he saying Will, will Ferrell or is he saying Will Fer- Ferrell? <laughs> I, I think he's probably saying Will Ferrell, but I don't know how Will Ferrell is going to take. Like I don't know about, unless will, you're talking about will, will Gator Ferrell. Will Ferrell. He's talking, talking about, about Gator. <laughs> Gator don't let his bitches be going out. Like if you're talking about Gator from the other guys, <laughs> yeah. that might be a fight worth seeing. Pharrell, he's gonna take him out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Kevin, John- lag. Oh, 
is John Wick the new Rambo? No, because John Wick's not fighting a war, man. He's not forgotten soldier, man. They forgot <laughs> about us, Troutman. Like so <laughs> like funny. I think I think John Wick is the new Jean-Claude Van Damme. Whereas Jean-Claude Van Damme was an actor, it was pretty much the same character, just in different settings. Blood Sport, Frank Dukes, and then Lionheart. you got the, the Noxu Cow kickboxer. Lionheart, bro. Yeah. Dude, Lionheart was my favorite Van Damme movie. Yeah, remember that was when he had the mullet hard target. <laughs> <laughs> and, then yeah, he did them, and then he did double impact with with dennis rodman oh that one was horrible that one was bad that one <laughs> let's not talk about that one again <laughs> all right john wick would be cool yeah all right so did you have anything else for the topic of mulan and tenet either one of those no i think that was it man i think i think i gave you all my topics unless you got oh something okay else. well you're done all right so Bill and Ted, here we go. Back All right. Tell me oh, about Bill and Ted. Did you Time watch Cop it? Actually, good. They even did like a sequel and a TV show of yeah. Time Cop. Time Cop. I, I think they might actually be trying to bring Time Cop back. In time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I heard that somewhere because, or maybe it was just people saying which move, which eighties, nineties movies do we need need now? And I think Time Cop was on that list. Maybe that's what it was. Time Cop was dope. So, and All then, right, uh, so here we go. Bill and Ted face the me. music. What is it? 18 to 20 years after the last one, right? Okay. Perfect sequel movie. Really? It oh. was just as corny and the jokes and the characters were just <laughs> as you remembered them, except they're older. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, it didn't feel like somebody trying to do Bill and Ted. It didn't feel like someone trying to write for Bill and Ted. It felt like this was just the sequel. It was, it was exactly what it should have been. Is it the best movie you're ever going to see? No. Is it a perfect sequel? If you like Bill and Ted one and two, then yes. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like it's all the same cheesy jokes, the same, whoa, bro. It's those other us's like that whole (laughs) shtick was present. And if you did it. And so I found myself while I'm watching this movie, I remembered watching the other movies when I was a much younger individual. Yeah. And as I'm watching this, I feel like I'm still the younger individual. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, (laughs) I remember that joke. I remember death. I remember station, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So they did, they did, you know, integrate the fact that they both had girls because now we're trying to get, you know, a more feminine roles and stuff in movies and making them prominent, much like Jay and silent Bob, they had daughters yeah. and shit like that. So, but it, it felt awesome. Like everything felt like it should have been. And they okay. even had a couple of jokes in there that really were like deep cuts to to the Bill and Ted universe. And so uh, it, it was really cool. Is it the best movie? No. Is it the best acting that Keanu has ever done? No. But when he did Ted, it wasn't either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, is, is, it was uh, a perfect sequel. Is, is Facebook user the other Ted? <laughs> just kidding 
<laughs> it's the other other Facebook user. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to see it now, dude. I think I yeah, might actually. It, it was it was really fun. I'd, I'm I'm curious to know how much <laughs> fun and how much cutting up they did behind the scenes. All right, so dude, I'm I'm down with it, man. I'm 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 actually gonna go put it in my queue because if you can get it on what Amazon right now. You can get on Amazon Prime for 20 bucks or some shit like that. And Ooh. you can get it on Voodoo, I think, for $22 or something. Ooh, so I might not be I might not be able to buy it's not free. I'm not, not that's what you're looking for. Silverbacks. I won't be able to get my Silverbacks uh book. You're, Sorry. Yeah, well let's let, all right. Well then get that Silverbacks book first and watch it on the bootleg. But <laughs> so another movie that I watched this weekend. You ready for it? You ready for it? Hold your breath. What's that? You cannot kill David. What is that? I haven't heard of that. All right. Do you know who David Arquette is? I know who David Arquette is, but I've not heard about this movie. You're talking about Dewey from the Scream movies, Officer <laughs> Dewey. Yeah. yeah. Deputy Dewey. So David Arquette was married to uh, Courtney Cox during the summer of Friends. And do you remember back when there was a big wrestling movement and the yeah. Monday Night Wars were going on? David Arquette okay. did a movie called Ready to Rumble. Yes, I remember that. Where him and Scott Kahn were sanitation workers, and yep. they were going to go to a live movie event or a live wrestling event, and they all wrecked, that stuff. They wrecked, uh, they wrecked the freaking fire, the garbage truck. <laughs> yeah, one garbage truck. It was a shit sucker. But uh, so <laughs> in the, yeah, in the hype was. of that movie, David Arquette <laughs> was part of the WCW wrestling organization and they okay. actually had him win the world title i think i remember this so the same the same belt that rick flair had won many times that harley race had won many times that uh the four horsemen that sting had, had this very prestigious belt they gave it to a skinny ass uh actor guy to hype a movie and ever since then, everybody says that uh, the W. That's when WCW died. Was when they put the belt on David Arquette, and oh, no. David Arquette is a huge, huge, huge wrestling fan. And so yeah. everywhere he would go, people would say he was the he he took a dump on the wrestling world. <laughs> he is the stain on the underwear of the wrestling. Oh man. And, that got and it beat him down mentally. So in this documentary, it shows Kevin Carlton says, "Dude, as a wrestling fan, that was such an insult." I can yeah. see that, man. I can see that because it's it's the, you got this silly slapstick guy and you're putting him in the ring and he wins the freaking belt and then you're yeah, just like WCW was doing dumb shit already. They had fucking RoboCop doing shit. They had a kiss demon. They had all kinds. They were doing crazy shit. Wrestling, man. They're always doing something stupid. Yeah, but, all right. With all that said, so David Arquette took that personal and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go. And after he, after he won the belt, he stopped getting movie roles because everybody thought he was just this cheesy guy that would only do like gimmick stuff. So he would stop getting roles. Well, he, he took it upon himself at 40 years old or however old he is to learn how to wrestle properly. So he started to become a wrestler and that got him into all those death matches with the luchas and the breaking of the bats and the bar wire and stuff like that. 
and he got his ass fucked up. So uh, all that said, he was in all the death. He started doing all these death matches and he started doing all these things and he started getting really, 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 really hurt. Oh man, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Dude, and, I- so this documentary uh, watches his journey into learning how to be a wrestler and trying to make up for the fact that people view him as the, the yeah. stain on the backside of wrestling. So I I understand coming from like somebody like Kevin Carlton where he's like as a wrestling fan it was an insult because you know people get hardcore about it man and it was like it's your lifeblood sometimes but I, but man I mean, they were doing stupid stuff they were doing crazy stuff and they wanted to switch it up man and they needed they needed a little boost back then that was when there was a lot of dwindling uh, people watching and all that stuff. They needed a little bit of, of, of a push. And he was hot back then. In, in that time, he was hot, and he was all, all over the place, and everybody watched him because he was hilarious. And Yeah. I, so, I mean, so this – I'm a big fan of documentaries watching people overcome stuff. So, for me – and I'm a big wrestling fan. So, for me to watch this was really insightful. It made me appreciate his journey more. I mean – I recommend it for anybody who was a wrestling fan at that time or is now. Yeah. It's uh, he said I was 12 and it was too dumb for me at 12. <laughs> All right. Well, you're not going to like this next bit. <laughs> Ooh, WWE payback. <laughs> so there was also, so my, the last thing that I have to bring up is uh, <laughs> last night, there was a pay-per-view on, uh, WWE pay-per-view, right? Called Payback. And this yeah. happened exactly one week after SummerSlam. Okay. That was so quick. Big, huh? That was quick that, they, that they're that they doing yeah, these people. One week. Dude, they're cranking them out now that they don't have to do like attendance figures and shit like that. They're like, we're filming anyway. Let's just get some content out there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But so the big takeaways were that uh, – there's an NXT guy, which is their minor league team uh-huh. that came up to the big leagues and he got his first real win this uh, yesterday over Ke- Randy Orton. So Keith Lee, who is a 340 pound individual. Oh, that's huge. Dude. Leapfrogs and jumping jacks oh. and splits and all kinds of big man, <laughs> stuff, like all kinds of stuff. Beat that's Randy a, Orton clean. Yeah, so that's dude. one of the big takeaways. That's a uh, big agile dude, man. <laughs> yeah. Keith Lee is big. And then uh the, the tag team female uh Bailey and Sasha, they lost their belts. And the main event was the Fiend versus Braun Strowman <laughs> for the title. And it was supposed to be Roman Reigns. It's supposed to be a three-way. Well, Roman Reigns comes halfway down. Like, the two big guys are fighting in the ring, and they they do a suplex, and the ring falls down. Boom, boom, boom. Like, the ring collapses. And then that's when uh, Roman Reigns decides to come out and and pin, and he gets the belt, and he walks away. So, that's all. I like like you. I like when they do those things like where the ring collapses or they used to put holes in the ring or something yes, like that. Holes out. 
Ooh. would crawl out. Yeah, people would crawl out of the ring, or somebody would like the lights would go out, and all of a sudden they're wrapped in like a freaking body bag. I used to love stuff like that, man. That was that's how that's how that's old school stuff, dude. But oh, I've now, seen a number of WWE shows in person. Like I was, I was at, uh, when the, the Attitude Era was hot in the early '90s, I believe it was. Uh, I was in Fayetteville, North Carolina for because I was at Fort Bragg. I was stationed at Fort Bragg. And okay. when they cut the commercials for the live shows, like on Monday night stuff, that's when everybody in the audience starts showing their titties. And <laughs> and the cameraman is going like this and looking at all, and they're all on the big Titan Tron. Oh, and no. like, whoever the wrestlers are on the ring were like, show me the puppies, show me the puppies. <laughs> and the ladies in the stands would all start flashing their boobies. And then they go, dude, there's nothing like wrestling events in the nineties, dude. It's that shit was crazy. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. Dude, I've never been to a wrestling event, man. That's the one thing that I was never able to do back in the day. I wish I was able to go to at least one, but I was not. Yeah, I went there's, to yeah, there's, there's still a around. Conference. They'll be back before you know it. I'm sure. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> that is one thing I miss doing things in person. <laughs> just now, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I miss doing shows and making money because this pan, yeah. this asking people to visit my website bullshit is killing me because uh, nobody comes to my website, which by the way, if you don't come to my website tomorrow, there's all new digital wallpapers for your phone tomorrow. Every uh, month I change the free wallpapers. And yeah, people dude. only get the free ones. No one gets the ones you got to pay for. They only get the free ones. Plug plug your plug your your website really quick. Dude, Just silverbax.com. That's all I got to do. There's some really cool stuff there, dude. And yeah, you get original I, artwork. You can get uh, you can get yeah. signed copies of books. You can get slabbed books. You can get trading cards. You can get all kinds of shit. Yeah, I saw that you were also auctioning off a really cool sketch cover that you did. Right. Oh, that ends today at ten. That ends in an hour. I think we're up to $35. Wow. So you, and you do this st- kind of stuff every once in a while, man. So, and, and, uh, the, the stuff that you do is actually pretty dope looking, man. So well, thank yeah, you, man. Sir. I do my best, man. I got a lot of stuff going on. It's just, it's tough to keep creating yeah. stuff mm-hmm. because I have to pay those. I have to pay for that stuff to have it made. And yeah. it's just, it's, I would I, I would make it all the time if I could just do it, but I yeah. have to get money from people to give that money to other people to give people stuff. Yeah. So if you guys would like, go ahead and donate to Brian Silverbacks at I Brian. Appreciate it, man. But yeah, so that's all I've got. If anybody has any questions, now's the time to get them in because Joey's gonna tell us about his podcast and all his podcasty podcast and podcast podcast. And he's gonna tell us about some podcasts. So while he's doing that, please get your questions in. Joey, tell them what you got going on. So every Monday, I've got a brand new show that I just launched today, which is called Two Scout Geeks with my buddy, John P. We talk about all all things scout comics. We talk about news, books, and rumors, and speculation. So head on over to your favorite podcast player and type in Two Scout Geeks and listen to us. And if you guys could, if you guys could, please help us out by subscribing listening and give us a really cool review we love five stars and then also i've got another show called the house of indie this is the house of indie 
uh, presents this week in geek, but I've also got a, a, a an actual podcast that is this is attached to. It releases an episode every Thursday where I interview creators much like Brian Silverbacks who do some amazing work in the comic book industry. I also talked to comic book uh you know uh uh <laughs> college shop uh, you threw me off because you flipped over the I was like whoa that's my face and not both of our face. I was like what the heck's he doing? Yeah Flip- well you're pitching look at the house of indie logo right over your head that's all cool and shit. That does that looks pretty dope. Uh but but anyway <laughs> I even talked to LCS owners and all that kind of good stuff. So head on over to your favorite podcast player and type in the house of indie and we will pop right up. I am also going to be throwing this live feed every tuesday i'm gonna go ahead and do that um because why not so if you guys want to listen to it head on over on tuesdays listen to this again if you don't catch the live feed uh you can hear it in audio form and yeah man that's what i got going on pretty cool only seen you talk with brian have you talked with any other people I do only in audio form. So uh, this, I do this, this right here, this live broadcast with Brian every Monday. We do this. I'm going to release the audio portion of this live feed on Tuesdays. On Thursday, you go to House of Indie in your favorite podcast player, and I talk to a bunch of people. This last week, I talked to uh, um, I'm actually probably going to be dropping two episodes this week because I've got Jonathan Hedrick who was on the episode and I got to drop it. He's got some really cool stuff coming out. So his episode's probably going to come out this Thursday. I've also got the guy uh, we got. Um, I got to look. I, I got I got him. Uh, I'm recording with him this Thursday and I'm going to drop it probably this weekend sometime because he's got a really cool Kickstarter coming out. Uh, you heard of the, uh, what is it? I can't remember. It's Nana, right? You, you heard about that one? Uh-uh. He's, he's dropping in another book. So uh, so I'm going to be talking to him uh, very soon. So if you guys want to check us out, head on over there. I've got tons of people. I've talked to comic book greats like, you know, like Brian Augustine. I've talked to uh, all kinds of people. But recount is coming out. Recount. This is one you guys don't want to keep on. So I talked to Jonathan about uh, all his stuff, and we're going to drop an episode uh, with him on, on Thursday. So keep an eye out. So if you didn't catch all that, Joey was not very succinct. His interview podcast is audio only, and you can only get it by subscribing with your podcatcher of choice. These videos that we do on Monday are me and him talking about geeky shit. It's not so much an interview. It's us just sharing thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then on Mondays, he also drops another audio podcast that he does called Two Scout Geeks, where they talk about three scout books every week and speculation and a whole bunch of other jazz, all related to scout comics that you can find at scoutcomics.com. All right, he's holding up a shirt. All right, so thank you guys. It doesn't look like any questions have come in. Joey, do you have anything for the people? No, man. I think I am good on everything. Uh, you know what? You guys hang out with us. Come on. You know, tell a friend. Tell uh oh, my wife wants me to remind everybody that she's got, she is registered on Amazon. If you guys want to buy somebody her. wants their variant covers. <laughs> so Mrs. Galvez is having a baby. She has registered at some places. Hit Joey up if you'd like to know those places. We will be here next Monday, 8 p.m. Yeah. 
Eastern time and whatever time that equals out to wherever the hell you're at. We're doing it live. Catch the shit in reruns. Catch the audio podcast on Tuesdays. In the meantime, go to the House of Indie Facebook group and you can keep up on all that stuff. Stay creative. See ya.